Hey guys, so I didn't get a chance to talk about this uh, earlier, but everybody was talking about Nick Khan being on the Bill Simmons show uh, podcast today. You know, talking about everything going on in WWE. And a lot of people were, uh, you know, as expected, a little critical about what Nick Khan had to say. But what Nick Khan was doing, and some have admitted to this, even though they basically came out and said that he really doesn't care, you know, about, you know, about the fans or the wrestlers, you know, uh, maybe not as much as they, everybody feels Vince McMahon doesn't care about the fans or the wrestlers, but he, they basically said that, you know, Nick Khan kind of falls in that category of all he's there to do is make money. And that's pretty much true because that's what he was hired on to do. Now, do I believe he expected himself to be in the position that he was in? No. Or that he's in currently, I should say? No. You know, he didn't expect that. But, you know, I guarantee he's probably uh, trying his best to really make it work. Now, here's the thing. Not, not really much came out of the, uh, from what I can tell, came out of the interview. I mean, again... He was asked the questions people would expect anybody to ask him in these kind of situations. And he gave the answers that I guess from a business standpoint, he felt best uh, suited, you know, those questions. Like, you know, when he was asked about, you know, Vince, you know, stepping down and then coming back and everything, he gave a good answer. There's no doubt. He gave a decent answer of, yeah, you know, you know, the guy did what he had to do. Like, Basically, he said that, you know, Vince was in a position to where, you know, just like any person that's a founder of any kind or founding CEO, he basically put it plainly like Vince found himself in a position of, hey, I did, you did this, you did wrong, you need to go away for a bit, you know, as punishment, and then when the time's right, you can maybe make a return. And that's, you know, that's what he pointed out Vince did, that Vince basically, in from his point of view, uh, with the answer, if Vince took his punishment and, you know, went away for a while, basically retired temporarily and allowed, um, you know, Stephanie, Nick, and Triple H and others to run the company. Now, he did acknowledge that um, Vince's plan, from what he understood, uh, should he ever step away, was for Stephanie and Triple H, succession-wise, to take over certain positions. Like, you know, Stephanie would take over running the company along with Nick Khan and a few others, including her husband. Including her husband. And Triple H, speaking of her husband, would take over creative. That's what Nick Khan's answer was to that. And when he answered, you know, you know and when he answered the question, basically, if he was surprised Vince made a return the way he did, he said, no, that's just Vince. You know, that's just how, that's just who Vince is. You know, uh, basically those were kind of his answers. Now, the interview is up on YouTube somehow or somewhere. You guys could check it out yourself. And others have touched upon it too. But again, plainly what the guy did, Nick Khan, is just give, you know, I guess you could say very, I guess you could say very business-like, you know, answers to these questions. And whether we like it or not, you know, you know, that's how, you know, that's how it came out. That's how it was, you know, accepted by, you know, Bill Sims, who was doing the interview. 
as well as others that were, you know, looking at it from an unbiased, you know, point of view. And, you know, it's just, you know, and I think a lot of people that talked about it have kind of said the same thing that, you know, you know, Nick Khan, you know, that, you know, even though we may have not liked, even though people may have not liked the answer, what Nick Khan is doing is, you know, just looking at it from a business standpoint, like, you know, what's going to make the most money for the company, you know, whether it's a positive decision or a negative decision, or it's something that, you know, might feel like to fans a sacrifice, you know, an unnecessary move, as long as it makes some kind of money for them, you know, that's all that matters. That's all that matters. Now, now look, again, does it sound like, according to those that did uh, read the transcript and even, you know, watch the interview, you know, does it sound like, you know, Nick Khan, as I mentioned earlier, you know, is uncaring about what goes on as much as Vince in the eyes of a lot of folks? No. No, he doesn't. But... What it sounds like what he's trying to do here, and I'm sure others will point this out, is basically, you know, make things sound, you know, just, you know, just a little more safer from a financial standpoint. Because he knows that if a sale, you know, occurs, if a sale does go down um, the way it's supposed to go down to whoever, whether we like the decision of who they're going to sell to or not. He knows he's got to make everything sound, you know, as sweet and as un, uh, co uncontroversial as possible to try to get the sale done. But with a lot of things going on right now, that may be um, that may be hard to do. But yeah, my my interpretation. I haven't listened to the podcast myself, but you know, uh, or the interview, I should say, on the on the show myself. But I, I will say this, you know. You know, him being the CEO, he does have basically some final say, if you will, or has final say in some of the more business financial terms and everything, whether people want to admit that or not. And, you know, he, you know, he, again, he's just looking at it, looking at it as any, you know, business CEO would, or any CEO of a business would. You know, he's looking at it from... You know, the fact of, okay, how do I go into this interview and, you know, answer the questions that I know I might be, you know, get asked when it comes to what's currently going on. And he gave, I guess, from a business uh, standpoint, the most appropriate answers he could. I mean, I'm sure that if someone like JD or Ariel Hawani or uh, just Alex, you know, were to sit down with, you know, Nick Khan and ask him questions that... You know, they wouldn't be asking him, you know, questions where he could give a aquatic or aquatic, uh, aquatic, easy for me, easy for me to say. Oh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, you know, accurate or aquatic. Uh, hold on for a second. He would give um, accurate, like business, like answers. They would sit down with him and they would basically hit him hard. Maybe not so much Ariel Hawani, but. You know, JD and just Alex and others, they would hit him hard with questions of, what about this? What about that? Blah, 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 blah. They wouldn't hold anything back. You know, that's why I think sometimes uh, some of these people, like a Nick Khan, avoid those kind of people, those kind of podcasters, YouTubers, interviewers, 
because they know, hey, these guys are going to hit us with questions we may not have the answers for. And, and again, that's why, you know, Nick Khan would go to somebody like Ariel Hawani, knowing that, hey, they have a history with each other, and knowing that Ariel, yeah, he's going to hit you with the hard-hitting questions, but he's also going to be respectful enough to basically say, hey, you know, I know where to cut the limit off kind of deal. Like, he's not going to hold back, even if you were his agent, like he was with Nick at one, uh, as, you know, Nick was for him at one time. But, you know, he also will know where to kind of, like, cut it off and basically not, you know, not push it any further than he already has. So, yeah, to me, you know, to me, I think, just from what I'm hearing, he gave the most accurate, uh, accurate kind of, um, I guess you could say, um, answers that, you know, he could give and the, with, his, with the questions he was given. You know, he gave the most uh, exquisite answers, I guess. So, I look at it like this, you know, he's just doing an interview, kind of updating things, giving, you know, the best answers he could to the situations, trying to, I guess, I guess try to, like, smooth out the situations, like, look, you know, you know, none of what, because you know, basically when he said that Vince never really would ask, you know, as far as he knew, uh, as far as he knew, you know, uh, Vince would never, you know, since Vince has been back or whatever, he's never asked, oh, why did Hunter and you do this? Or why did Hunter and Stephanie do this? Or why did you and Stephanie hire this and that? To him, you know, to him, that never happened. You know, that never happened, as, you know, as far as he knows. And or as far as he can, you know, admit to in the recent times. So, you know, he's doing, basically what he's doing on this public forum is what a lot of people equivalent to uh, Triple H has been doing lately with the talent uh, meetings, and that's damage control. You know, it's basically trying to calm anybody that's probably listening to it and watching it whenever they do, trying to calm the nerves that's, hey, don't worry, Vince is not going to, you know, do what you fear he's going to do, because if that was the case... He would have asked me and Hunter and Steph a long time ago, why we make this decision? Why we hired that person? Da, da, da. So, uh, according to him, Vince never did that or hasn't done that yet. And, you know, again, he's not surprised Vince, you know, made the, you know, did what he did to get back into the company because of the fact that, you know, again, it's Vince, you know. And when he gave that answer, you know, I re and I read that, I looked at that when he said, you know, in the transcript, when he said, it's Vince, you know, to me, that's his way of just saying, this is Vince McMahon you're talking about. What do you, who, like, who else would you expect to do something like this? You know, you, you know, like, do you expect him to just sit on the sidelines forever, especially with, let's say, a potential sale of the company and the upcoming TV media rights deals coming up? You expect him just to sit on the sidelines and let it happen without him? No, you know, no, that's not going to happen. So... When he said that, that basically, to me, was his way of saying, this is Vince McMahon you're talking about. You think he's going to really just sit, you know, you know, sit back and let all this, you know, potential sales and TV media rights deals and all that go on without him? No. No, it's not going to happen. So, again, overall, um, I, I don't think we should worry too much about the, the interview with Nick Khan. I, I think, honestly, he just... 
as I said, just gave the answer as best as he could to to the questions he probably knew he was going to get asked and, you know, just went from there. So, um, to me, I wouldn't worry too, too much about it right now, but, you know, hey, I'm not... I'm not somebody that looks at a lot of these little moments here and there or these little situations here and there and believes step by step things are, you know, things are happening and they're happening in a way that, you know, feels very, very suspicious, very under the table, very kind of like uncertain uh, for the future. I mean, some people that have talked about the interview already bring up a lot of things that have there a lot a lot of things that have happened that kind of like maybe counter counteract what Nick Khan told Bill Simmons like you know basically you know you have the guy that would set up interviews for the WWE superstars and all that this Adam Hopkins leaving after such a long tenure with the company you know he was the VP of communications if you will so if you wanted an interview with you know like let's say a Seth Rollins or something he would be the one to set it up. You know, so he left. And nobody knows that maybe he was let go. Apparently reports say he was. He was, you know, he was given the pink slip and all that. But we don't know. Maybe he just finally decided to leave. We don't know. But they feel that, along with Stephanie exiting the way she did, you know, days after they had that meeting, saying, hey, nothing's going to really change. Even though she didn't specifically say that herself, from what I understand. You know, a lot of people find these things, you know, very interesting and basically to them adds more fuel to this fire that is slowly starting to re, you know, rechristen itself, basically rekindle itself, if you will. And, you know, uh, uh, basically there's a cat that just walked across our yard and it's going to go into the alleyway here. But basically it's starting to like you know, rechristen itself, it's trying to set itself ablaze again. Uh, a lot of people feel there's some kind of fuel, f some kind of smoke still of that fire that's allowing it to stay act active, not as much as it used to, but still kind of be active to where just the light, just like the right amount of lighter fluid would, um, you know, cause it to ignite. Like the right, like just the right moment, which would be the equivalent of you know, a huge gallon of gasoline fluid being, or lighter fluid being tossed on it to allow it to go ablaze, they feel that it's, it's just, you know, it's just that one moment that they think, believing is ha going to happen very soon. You know, it's going to happen very soon. We just don't know when. We just don't know when or where. But again, he gave the answers that he did. Like, again, he basically said that Vince never... You know, asked him why they did these things and all that. Never came across like that. You know, and, you know, he basically said, look, this is Vince we're talking about. You, you know, this is Vince. You think he's going to stay away, especially at this time? No. No, he's not. So, yeah, to me, he did what he could. To me, he gave the answers that he could, honestly. And, again, you know, people are going to suspect and speculate and theorize and, and all that. Uh, a lot of what's going on, and they're just right now, you know, as fans being, you know, as they look at the talent, being on tippy-toe, if you will, of what's happening, because they don't know what's going to occur within the next few weeks. Nobody does. But I think right now, 
I think right now we shouldn't really, as I said earlier, shouldn't really look too much into the interview and just, you know, leave it, leave it at what it is and just enjoy what we have right now while we have it. So those are just my thoughts. Let me know what your thoughts are down below. Comment if, comment if you like. Live chat during the premiere. Like the video. And you will get an audio podcast of this down the line. But until next time, guys, I will talk to you all later.